We're proudly recording on Wadja Noongar Buja, and we pay our respect to elders past and present. Hi everybody, welcome to Queer Stories on the Swan, a podcast where two gay men chat and discuss all things queer in the Perth LGBTQIA community. I'm your host Chris and this is the best of season one. Christo and I have loved making this show and while we're planning season two, we thought we'd put together this compilation of our season one episodes. So sit back and enjoy the show. Hey Christo, guess what? Hey, what? We're recording our first episode. This is the pilot, oh my God, baby. This is so exciting. This is the pilot of Queer Stories on the Swan. We are actually doing this. Yes. So, Christo, yeah. who, who wants to begin talking about themselves? Which is so funny asking a gay man <laughs> that because we are incredibly full of ego and love to chat yeah. about ourselves it's all like the time. what we do. Yeah. We, we do. We're, 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 we're not talking about ourselves. We're not talking. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You can begin. I'll begin? Okay. Yeah. Mama can begin. (laughs) Mum's first. Okay, fine. Very well. I'm gonna be so I'm I'm gonna be Sophia from the Golden Girls. Picture it. Perth, 1995. (laughs) Love it. Well, mine's not as dramatic as yours because I'm I don't know. My life was just blah. Chris, you're gay wants to be dramatic. Are you a gay or not? Oh. (laughs) Oh yes. Shush. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, go anyway, on. Anyway, so, as you said, picture this. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I spent like I was I was very very introverted as a kid. I was I was always that quiet kid that read books. I was the quiet fat kid because I was like I was a I was not the world's most healthiest child. I had lots of like lung issues in particular. Oh. Um, so, that being said, I would love to meet the world's healthiest child. Yeah, I know. And <laughs> like, like, I don't think I would. I think no. I would probably boot them into the like, oncoming traffic because I would, I would be like, there's got to be something wrong. There has to be something wrong with you. You're going to get a complex later on in life. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it helps. When it comes to relationships, I tend to know very early on whether it's going to last or not. Mm-hmm. So I, I do like the lesbian tier thing where I move someone in after them two days. <laughs> <laughs> but admittedly... But you need to get a lesbian in on the show to confirm that. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I just don't stop, like, I just don't stop talking to someone once I'm, like, once I'm engaged with someone, I just, like, don't stop talking. So I yeah. find out very quickly whether or not someone is, like, worth my time or not. Yeah. Mm. And... Some people find that annoying. Some people don't, clearly. Yeah. With your experiences of what you've gone through, um, and that could, yeah. this could be with anything, what advice would you have for someone who hasn't quite come out yet, comes out after high school, suspects yeah. it, suppresses it down, um, travels abroad, um, and tries to have those kind of uh, relationships, like anything, like any advice that you want to give? Um... I say like number one, of course, is make sure you're safe in any situation, right? That's yeah. probably the first thing. But um, I think from my experience, you know, I, I felt a lot of pressure and felt like, oh my God, when this happens, you know, I'm so 
I was so scared sort of thing. Um, I didn't know what was, it's the unknown. I think anything in life, it's the unknown. You don't really know, but I think surrounding yourself with people, good people, good friends, you know, not yeah. hundreds of friends, your, your core group and being in a place where you can tell them, you know, how you feel, what you're, to- what you're feeling. And maybe even if it's just you tell one person to begin with, if you want yeah. to, you know, it's your own, it's your own journey, right? You yeah. Can't, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I, I will interject. Do not feel pressured ever to come out. No matter no, how many yeah. people press or, or, or saying you need to come out, you need to do. No, you come out it's when you are time. good and ready because it's incredibly yeah. personal. And to yeah. be outed before you're ready, um, I haven't had that, but I can imagine that must be horrific because yeah. then that choice is taken away from you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's the thing you need. Yeah, totally. And do you know what? That's actually what happened to me. I told one person and then... Um, um, oh my God. I came out yeah. to one, just one person in my family. That was it. And then everyone else told Yeah. Me. Yeah. And that's hard as well because, yeah, I think, you know, then it takes your power away. It's yeah. like, it takes, you're no longer like, okay, I'm fully wonderful now. Um, as you said, like, I think if any advice is, you know, make sure you've got a good group around you um, mm-hmm. and don't rush it, yeah. know who you are, because also it can affect your mental health as well. You know, it can oh, really, yes. if you have a bad experience yeah. as well. So being centered and things like that, I think are really important. So, Chloe, or like how I like to say to you, hey, Chloe. <laughs> I love doing the Brooklyn accent. Take us from the beginning. Oh, okay. I was born. <laughs> dark um, and stormy night. 25 years ago. <laughs> well, I'm not that old. I'm not as old as you, Chris. Shut up. Shut Talk about ages. So while you're going through um, high school, did you... Because uh, like just talking to people who have come out as trans, who are trans... Um, who or might be questioning like they, there's this kind of this perception of I'm a woman or I'm a man in the other gender's body. Um, is that what it felt like for you going through high school, or did that only start happening once you met other queer people or even prior? That, on, that only started, I want to say, in twenty. In terms of trans-related stuff, probably twenty sixteen, mm-hmm. um, because I went to. God forbid, uh, a private Baptist school. <laughs> same, same. So, uh, so, yeah. So, you know, that was very like, I guess, taboo, and like, you know, a lot of people would probably would probably hide it, um, whether it be like uh, their gender orientation or sexuality or whatever. And I know I tried to, I guess, hide my sexuality when I did come out as bi back then, um, but didn't last long word spreads fast at at high schools so there you go so when i was about 16 or something i came to the sudden realization that oh i might be bisexual Mm -hmm. so a couple of years later i'm sitting on the bed with mom we're having a talk about random things and then i just say mom i'm bisexual and she goes she just looks at me and goes Honey, it's a phase. It's mm. just a phase. Okay. How yep. little wrong did I think, well, how right did I think she was? Mm. Not wrong, right? Because <laughs> a few years after that, I realised 
I'm not bi, I'm Pam. Ah. And so I, I kind of re-came out to my parents. So now you're all, down. all over the spectrum when it comes <laughs> all to over interest. The spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so I, I yeah, just came round one came round one day and mum and dad I'm pansexual. They both looked at me and went, what the hell is pansexual? But mum goes, see, I told you you weren't bi. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. She, was right. she was right. She was right. Yeah. It was just a phase. It just phased into a much bigger thing. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we were all three born girls. And um, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm mum's favourite daughter. And then I just kind of went quiet. And I ended up excusing myself to my room. And I just ended up crying. Wow. And because, yeah, because I realised that, you know, I'm not, I'm not her daughter. Kind that of, didn't yeah. feel right to say. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, do you have any advice for people who, I guess for young trans people, really, I think that's the main thing I'm wondering about. Yeah, um, just take your time. Like, you know, there's no, there's no like set time you have to be at any point in your life. Um, and, but at the same time, like, oh, no, I won't say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was going to say at the same time, like, you know, um, also, try and be quick because like there are long waiting lists but at the same time like you know they shouldn't rush into any yeah I, I know what so, you mean yeah, I won't I won't say that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah so yeah just you know take your time um and yeah just discover yourself in your own time um the people who matter will accept you and the yeah. people who don't matter like you know it doesn't matter about them like yeah kind of thing so yeah. yeah but they uh they talked me into going to the to the uh the court after party and uh we ended up having um three-way kissy kissy time <laughs> um as you do and yeah there was yeah there, there was uh there was kissing and there was uh tonguing and there was uh and then hands started wandering down Basically, we ended up uh, upstaging a drag queen performance by maybe <gasps> doing what they needed to Dimes. do on the stage. You and never I know, do that. I know. No. Bad I, I would be cancelled. I would have been cancelled, please. For days, anyone listening who's, who's never been to a drag show, just some etiquette for you. Never try and upstage a drag queen or drag artist whenever they're on stage doing their yes. thing. Do that afterwards, yes. just so you know. Yes. Uh, As a drag queen myself, yes. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, but anyway, thank you, James, for educating that, um, educating us on that. Um, in, anyway. in my defense, we were having our second base three-way side stage. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's not much defense, is it? No. <laughs> thank you for joining me on the podcast. I know it was a bit of a late notice. Um, but uh, really appreciate you. And we've not been blind to the support you've been giving us on online through Instagram and Facebook. Really, really appreciate it. And now you're here. Oh, that's, your, that's your reward. You get to tell your story. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, you too. You too can appear on Queer Stories on the SWAT. Look at oh, me going for a uh, plug. Look, look at that. that. I'm going to need to uh, make you an ad. I'm going to make you one of the uh, spokesmen <laughs> for Queer Stories on the SWAT. One of our happy customers. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, my my sister said, "Oh, I'm dating the uh, not dating. She's not dating. Sorry, my sister uh, said, oh, I got this this person in my class, and she's I don't remember. it doesn't remember, it doesn't matter if it was the guy or the girl that was poly or whatever shit. And she goes, yeah, and they've got an an asexual partner. 
Mm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's cool. And she goes, yeah. And I'm like, do you know their name? Mm. And I thought, oh, maybe I know them from the, from Facebook people. <laughs> On Facebook. <laughs> um, so I was thinking, oh, you know, whatever. And she goes, no, I don't know their name. And I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever, whatever. Mm. And I'm like, so we're driving along. And I'm like, oh, you mentioned that you had a student's partner, whatever, that was ace. And I'm like, so are you familiar with asexuality? And she goes, oh, yeah, I know a little bit of it, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, because I've sort of like kicked the ball a ball around in my head. I'm like, you know, should I ever come out to her or whatever, whatever. And I'm like, well, now's the time. Mm. Like now, now is the now is the the time. Like, I think I'd already done Aussie Ace Week at that point in time, and I'm like, if it's going to come out, now's probably the time. Yeah. So I just literally said to her, I go, oh yeah, because I'm ace. Like I'm asexual, and she's like. Oh yeah, I thought as much, and then that's how the whole conversation. That's went. it. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. I think probably the earliest hint at not necessarily being trans specifically, but um, being some sort of gender non-conforming at least was in like year four, maybe. Um, one of the one of the guys, one of the boys in my class, came up to me and said something along the lines of just straight out are you a tomboy and i was like did not know what the word meant and had to ask yeah um and then when he told me i was like yeah i guess and he left and i have no idea if i was teased for that or not because i had the social awareness of a brick but um (laughs) same i was like yeah i guess that works and then i just kind of carried that with me all through school and did not consider any more about that at all until i graduated um so it really was like I, I went through school being sort of like vaguely aware that I was probably not a cisgender heterosexual girl. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't particularly interested in guys, but I was mostly sure that that was because the guys in my year weren't very interesting, which was true. And but I also wasn't particularly interested in girls, but there was no one in my year that was out. Yeah. So it's not like that would have been an option anyway. Mm. Um, now, so do you have um, any advice for people that grew up, you know, in the country um, dealing with like um, like other being trans and then later on non-binary, just trying to figure yourself out? Like, do you have any advice regarding that? I think don't be afraid of reaching out to a community. Um, one of the hard things with that, I know, for people that are questioning can be not feeling, like I was saying before, not feeling like you're trans enough or not feeling like you're non-binary enough. Um, not even to use the label, but to be part of a queer community. Um, that's bullshit. Do it anyway. Mm. <laughs> um, there is a reason that like 99% of um, LGBTQIA plus spaces will be explicitly inclusive of allies and of questioning people. And that's so that if you're still working things out or, you're, or if you're in the closet, you can still like come in the doors. Um, yeah. If you're in the country or when there's a pandemic on, it's obviously a bit harder, but there are spaces online. I haven't been myself, but I've heard Freedom Center is pretty good and I, I know mm-hmm. they do Discord online sessions, um, that sort of thing. See what Transfolk of WA recommend. Um, yeah, just don't be afraid of inviting yourself to sort of social spaces, that sort of thing, because just being around other people that are kind of like you is, it's it's so good. <laughs> yeah, no, That's wonderful. Perfect. I guess I 
for me, I always knew that I was different from like a young, very young age, but I didn't know what that difference was. Mm, it yes. was like, um, yeah, I just, I, I just felt different to the other kids at school. And, and then it wasn't until I was a teenager that I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I get this. This is, all right, that's what this is about. That's yep, that point yep. of difference. Um, and then I guess I'm a couple of years older than anyone that you've had on your show. And I, not that I'm old. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> getting, getting very defensive there, Tim. Um, I sure? say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still a gay man, right? I'm still going <laughs> to I guess the advice that I would give my younger self is don't be so hard on yourself. Like everything will sort of work out in time. Um, yep. You know, you there's a lot of pressure in the gay community, I think, to be a lot of things. Mm, yeah, and I agree. I think once you realize you don't have to be that, that you can just be yourself and people will love you for that, Ooh. everything changes. Immediately, everything will change. Mm. But yeah. don't rush yourself. It's like it takes time to get to that place. I do have something, though, that I'm going to bring up to stay fabulous. Yeah. Um, okay. Mm. Okay. So, 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 so. Stay Let's fabulous talk was, about that. Stay Fabulous was not invented by us necessarily. because that's invented by the gays. But for how long? So many years. Um, <laughs> and again, we, we fully support. In all seriousness, yeah, we do support each it. other's podcasts. Yeah. For sure. But what the hell, guys? We say Stay Fabulous and then you freaking take that from us. As soon as I heard Oddie said it, I'm like, oh, you and your mischievous, sexy voice. How dare. <laughs> My thirst how about, Oh, they listen to us. <laughs> how about bye, Felicia? Bye, Felicia. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I like that so, too. <laughs> so we, um, do you know what? I had, it, it, it had only been until, um, I think it was when last week, the week before, that um, I hadn't listened to that last end bit of your podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> like I, listened, I listened to your podcast and then... It was only like, I think I was driving in the car and I, I like just let it play. And mm. so I then heard Christo saying, stay fabulous. And I was like, oh, they started saying stay fabulous. And then I went back to the first one <laughs> and listened to you say stay fabulous. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and when we first did our first one, we were talking about, we, we brainstormed and we were like, how should we end it? Like, what's the tagline that we should say? And we went yeah. through all these different options and we were like, stay fabulous. Sounds really <laughs> cool. What a great idea. Yeah. Um, and so, don't worry, we've decided that we're changing our house. Oh, no, no, no. you know what? It's, it's not necessary. It. I love it's it. fine. You know what? Yeah. That was, is like the, uh, I guess, the generic weird send off, you know? Yeah. Um, I say it even when I'm not even doing podcast stuff. I just thought it was really, really funny. I was like, it is. Oh, yeah. oh, you bastard. And you know what? You brainstormed it. You brainstormed it. Christo and I literally came up with it just when went, we were recording yeah. the pilot. That was exactly. not right. So. I suppose we can share it. So there's the uh, really great, great tagline. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. And why why can't we share it? Thank you for listening to Queer Stories on the Swan. You can leave a rating slash review for us wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us on our socials at Queer Stories on the Swan on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm Chris. Stay fabulous, and we'll be back for season two.